Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome in to the CHGO Blackhawks postgame podcast. Hawks lose 3-2 the wild in overtime up in minnesota and uh maybe lose a lot more we're gonna get to all of it uh not as joyful of a show today uh for many many reasons i'm jay zawaski with greg boyson and mario tirabasi if you're watching us live on youtube thank you make sure you smash that like button for us and follow and subscribe to the youtube page same deal on your favorite podcast app uh subscribe follow leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. So let's get right into the big news of the game. Aside from the final score, again, Hawks lose 3-2 to the Wild. Uh, Tyler Johnson ties the game with about a minute left to go in the third, and then the Wild win it quickly in overtime. But the big news is Samuel Savoie uh, falls into the board's uh, legs first and is stretchered off the ice, um, yeah. obviously fully conscious. Uh, you could literally hear him screaming when it happened that was not not great um if you watch the re- I, and i i'm i'm not going to speculate on what it's going to be we don't know uh i think it's clearly lower body i think we're confident in saying that um but there was no like nick chubb situation where you see a visible bend or anything like that um but it was interesting that he when they stretchered him off he was laying on his side mm-hmm. where he had one leg over the other leg uh did give a thumbs up to the crowd i, I saw he fist bumped uh, teammate on the way off the ice so um I don't know it's just it was scary to see and when they showed the replay uh and Samuel Savoie getting stretchered off the ice Luke Richardson looked visibly upset yeah I had to take a, a big deep breath after that um towards the end of the second period like you kind of you have that happen you see a teammate go down with a with a really tough injury uh the structure has to come out and then you go right into the locker room as you know it's you know with second intermission it's 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 a tough uh tough spot to be put in uh both as a coach and as a player to see that happen but yeah I mean I I had a feeling that this was probably going to be the only preseason game he played before going back to to uh, Gatineau in the queue um for Savoie but man it's just a a really tough way to you know uh, have your your own probably your only preseason action end have your training camp end and now you know yeah we don't know the severity of everything but probably at least a delay to your uh junior season which this was going to be a big year for him with an elevated role uh with Gatineau um you know bigger expectations for him trying to you know he talked about you know during development camp 
during the prospects showcase camp and uh, here in, in training camp talked about how you know he wanted to kind of mold his game a little bit more into that offensive uh, you know point production style, um, not necessarily just being the kind of like pesky player, but also being yeah. able to you know chip in with with some offense and uh, it's just it's just tough for him. I mean he's a fan favorite in the prospect group for sure. But um, yeah, just just really, really tough to to see that uh, that injury happen that way. And it was just, you know, legs and feet get tangled up. No one's fault. It's just unfortunate. Yeah, it's the worst part about preseason hockey is yeah. you fear you're going to get a severe injury, and it certainly looks severe. And we don't know the extent of it. All the Blackhawks said was he was uh, not returning. Not returning to the game which, you know, was a pretty obvious update. I don't think anybody expected that. So we just got to wait for the news. Obviously doesn't look good. You know, you can hear him on the broadcast screaming. Rough. It's just, you know, when you see a guy like Luke Richardson have to compose himself, yeah. you know it's not That great. guy's seen some stuff. Yeah, and he's, you know, usually very stoic, especially behind the bench. We get more emotion out of him at practice and, and when we talk to him. But to kind of see him look like, you know, a man that, it looked like he was about to cry, and I yeah. don't blame him. I mean, uh, a man that used tough. to punch faces for a living gets yeah. shaken up. I mean, but that just tells you the testament of you know the kind of kid Savoy is. Yeah, and the kind mm-hmm. of guy Luke, I think the kind of guy Luke is too. Yeah, I mean, it's his guy. Yeah, he, he cares about those guys. Yeah, they're his players, and then of course Savoy is a very likable guy. Uh, you know, very personable. You, you see him on at practice always. You know, joking around with his with his teammates, and, yeah. and they all seem to like him. And he's the type of guy that you love on your team, but you hate playing against. Yeah. So, uh, hopefully, it's not as bad as it looked. Anytime a stretcher comes oh, out, it's yeah. never good. Um, so we just especially you know, especially for something that was pretty clearly like lower body leg yeah. area. It was a little strange. Like it came out right if away. You, if if a, if a, especially a hockey player, if they can't skate off even on one leg yeah they get, that's you know the trainers will help them get off the ice gives you some yeah yeah a little bit of uh pause there so but hopefully it's not as bad yeah. as it looked we'll we'll as soon as we can get an update we'll let you know yeah we'll see not i don't know we'll, if there's any chicago media in minnesota tonight i don't, I don't believe think there is. hopefully was. the hawks i know the there was the radio team yeah um but i think it was just john and troy yeah, i don't yeah i don't, I don't think, think joe brand made the trip no um and I don't think any of the media was going to any of the preseason road games. So we'll just have to wait for the Hawks to give us medical update. Uh, and it's something like that you probably aren't going to know for a while. I'm sure he's transported to a local hospital to get x-rays, MRIs, whatever, yeah, yeah. get some sort of idea what what's going on. Hopefully it's not that bad. We're sending you know our positive thoughts and, and all that in his direction. And hopefully it's... Uh, my guy. It's a good. Uh, it's a better outcome than what it feels like. Yeah, let's hope so. Um, a couple of things I want to point out from the chat. A couple of people pointing out Jujar Kara, uh, who is now with the Minnesota Wild, making a point to go over and and you know comfort Savoie as yeah. he's leaving the ice. And also, I think just the Wild fans in general showed some class and some decorum. I mean, that you could hear a pin drop in that place. Yeah, it was during that. And uh, cheers as he's going off the ice. You know, yeah. it's I guess the bare minimum, but. They were respectful and, and good and yeah. hey, state of hockey, right? They it's, seem to get it. <laughs> I mean, and it's a preseason game. You know, it's not the, – the stakes are not as high. 
their you know glorified AHL slash NHL level uh, rosters. Like, you know, this isn't Blackhawks and Wilds fighting for a playoff spot in March and April or anything like that. Like, this is the stakes are much lower. So yeah, being able to you know give that recognition to Savoy as he's injured is uh, is good. It's good for them. Yeah, uh, it's it's very very tough. All right, so as we did with the first show, and we're going to do all season. Uh, we are going to have you guys uh, in the chat vote for the fourth star of the game. Does anyone have the three stars handy? The three stars were all Minnesota Wild. Uh, I want to say uh, I'm going to try and should have written this down. Find but it it's again. I think Ryan O'Rourke was one of them. Uh, a guy named Connor Dewar. Okay. And uh, Beckman. You the other goal. Connor Dewar, Philip Gustafson, and Ryan O'Rourke. Okay, those were your three stars. Yeah, Connor Dewar is uh, he's one of the few NHL guys that actually played in that uh, game for the Minnesota. That was a good shot he had in overtime. Yep, it went. Yeah. Uh, here are the nominees the though for four star yeah. of the game. Make sure you vote for that on the YouTube channel right now. Uh, Cole Gutman, Arvid Soderbloom, and Boris Kachuk. Um, all of which had very good games. There was one yeah. shift in general. I tweeted it out um, where Cole Gutman danced around a couple wild defenders, hit the post twice in the yeah. same shift. He was buzzing that shot. Shift. out of a cannon, had a really solid game. Uh, just looking up his numbers here real quick. Uh, no points. Uh, he had one shot on goal, but four shots missed. That includes two the two-hit post. One of his yeah. shots was also blocked. Uh, finished the game with a hit and two takeaways. He played 1857, which was the second most ice time of all forwards behind only Taylor Radish. Mm-hmm. So, uh, solid game for him. Uh, the other candidates we have, as we said, Arvid Soderblom, who stopped, uh, let's see, 29 of 32 wild shots. That's good for a 90, uh, 0.906 save percentage. So, he had a good game. We're going to spend more time on him. And then Boris Kachuk, a really solid game. Two assists. Run primary, one secondary, uh, plus two. Was not credited with a shot or a shot attempt, which is, I don't think that's right. Uh, again, preseason uh, and two hits as well. He played 14-45. Interesting to see Boris Kachuk getting some time on the point on the power play. He was playing the right point. Yeah, I mean, with, with these rosters, somebody's got to do it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, he's he's one of those guys who's on that bubble of the of the forwards group and, um, there's there's some of those guys that played tonight that made a, a positive impact. Uh, Kachuk was definitely one of them. Some of them that look like they're, you know, playing to uh, to head down I ninety to Rockford. So it's uh, these these games matter for those guys. Like last 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 year, we talked about the, you know how preseason games really kind of just felt like they happened. wasn't really you know any any position battles of consequence. This year, that's not the case. Defensemen, bottom six forwards, like there are. There are guys battling for spots, so good for Kachuk to uh, to have a game like that, given the opportunity that he was. And Whistle got you know got the game's opening goal uh, just over a minute into the game, um, so it was good good performances from from those guys. Well, those are two of the three guys in this lineup that are battling for probably the last two spots. I mean, the top four lines are pretty much cemented in yeah i would say so. i mean we know the bedard line with donato and hall yes they've made it uh reichel <laughs> athanasiu kershev kershev by the way didn't practice today with a wrist injury i don't think it's anything major 
He practiced on Friday, did he not? I believe he did. He did. So, yeah. so you know, it might be it was just something. Something tweaked. It's, it's something right. at this time of year for a guy like that. Eh, my wrist is sore. Cool. <laughs> Take the day off. Uh, we'll see if he's there tomorrow practicing. So those guys are there. Your third line is your vet line with Felino, Perry, Dickinson. Uh, is that, your third, is that your third line? Third or fourth line. Your bottom six. Yeah. One of your bottom yeah. six lines. And then uh, the ex-Bolt line, as I like to call them. Yeah, all right. former Tampa Bay Lightning in some capacity. Taylor Radish, Cole yep. Gutman, and Tyler Johnson. So those are your four lines. So... You, you're only allowed 23 players. Yeah, who's the extra skater? So you're probably taking – you're starting this, the year with five straight row games, so you're probably taking two forwards and a defenseman with you. Right now, those two extra forwards are Boris Kachuk and Mark McKenzie Antwood. Yeah, I would say so. Uh, I don't Reese Johnson's had two games, and the only time I've noticed him is when he's passing the puck up the middle of the ice and turning it over. Yeah, and he just looks slow and, you know, you would think – I would say – that Kachuk and Entwistle have come in looking to knowing they're fighting for their job. Yeah. I think Reese Johnson has regressed. He, and maybe it's just in the context of a, of a deeper and think, better roster. I think, yeah, he looks – maybe he's the same player. He just looks worse because there's better players here now. Could be. Than yeah. last year. I think the difference between Kachuk, Entwistle, and Johnson is that Kachuk and Entwistle can provide a little bit of offense – yeah. I just think Reese. I think Reese Johnson's skill set is to be physical, be grindy, drop the gloves, and I think they have a they have enough guys that have those attributes already set to be on the the roster. And I think Entwistle and, and Kachuk can also be grindy, can also be physical, can play that kind of role. But I think they just have a s- slight edge offensively to, to what they can chip in. So yeah. I, I, so for Reese Johnson to leapfrog those guys, he's kind of either he, he would have to have played perfect through this preseason and chip in a goal or an assist here too. And I don't he hasn't done any of that. And and I like Reese Johnson. Yeah. He's he's taken on he took on that role graciously last year. He's a good kid, but it's kind of one of those where you now look in the locker room and it, what is it is it office space with the famous uh, what, what exactly is it, is it that you here? do here? Yeah. Like I I just don't. Think, at the, like last year he was fine. I got fly buzzing you. Go away, shoe fly. Um, you've got like you know last year was a perfect storm for guys like him, and you yeah. know he played well at times last year, but now that the bar has been raised, both talent wise and expectation wise, I think reality is setting in that yeah, something we probably knew all along. He's that he's that tweener that AHL. Yeah, player that if you need uh, if you need an extra bowling ball out there, if you need yeah, that. you you've got a, an injury and you need a guy to come up and give you eight minutes on your fourth line and not kill you. Enter Reese Johnson. Yeah, you know, and, and the other you know you talk about like if you want to be one of the rare teams that has an enforcer, he's not the kind of guy that strikes fear in anybody. You got Jared Tenorti. Who's yeah. not going to play every night, but you got right. him. But I you mean, Tenor- Corey Perry, you he's have, obviously going to stick yeah. up for his guys. Tenorti, Felino, Perry, uh, Connor Murphy can serve you some fists if you want him to. Yeah, he's uh, done it. You know, you got uh, – who else can I think – I've we saw Vlasic ragdoll uh, Lucas Reichel's cousin in the AHL last year. Yeah, so you, 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 know, you, you have guys that, guys that are, are, are going to do it. Um, 
so yeah, I think if if the only thing that you're bringing to the table is your physicality and your and your willingness to you know stick up for teammates or drop the gloves to to get the boys going on the bench or anything like that, they got guys that are gonna that are gonna do that and can do other things as well. Yeah. So it's from a totality perspective, it's good that the Blackhawks are in a position where they have people to say, well, we don't we, we don't have room for you anymore. Right. Like, that's an improvement from last year. Yeah. We, we don't have room for the guys that are, you know, the tweeners in the AHL, NHL. Like, if you are here this year, you are an NHL player. You're not just a 4A guy getting an opportunity anymore. Yeah, I uh, and the fourth guy that was part of that veteran battle who's not been a part of it so far is, is Colin Blackwell. Yeah. He's yet to skate. Yeah. Um, I, I wonder if there's a, you know, trip to IR to start the season and before they decide what they want to do with him. I believe it's still uh, not fully recovered from, uh, was it the... Sports hernia sports surgery. Hernia. I couldn't remember. Yeah. I always get sports hernia and core core muscle stuff confused. Similar. They're Similar. Kinda, yeah. yeah. They're, so the hernia is where the, the, the thing, like, Pops out of here. Yeah. Like drops down. Yeah, All right. I've had good. a sports hernia. It's it's not like the regular ones that are soft. This one's like hard. Oh. It's on firm? like. It's, it's firm. It's a firm injury. You know, Mario likes those. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's it's like a harder hernia, a firmer uh, hernia. Uh, and it's like good. more on the groin region. Right. Oh. No, definitely yeah. don't yeah. like that. See, this is why I don't exercise or work exactly. out. Exactly. <laughs> Right. Can't pull fat. Well, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> As David Wells. Wants That's to say. right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I um, I wonder. But Blackwell was skating with the veterans before training camp started. Those those couple times we were yeah. there, he was out there. So I don't think it's anything super serious. But uh, probably just not ready to go. Yet. Take a hit or yeah. anything like that. But you know. I think Reese Johnson will clear waivers and get to Rockford no problem. Colin Blackwell might be a guy, if you put him on waivers, might get picked up. Oh, well. I, I feel like the – Yeah, I yeah, mean, I'm not yeah. – again, I won't – I feel like the path for him is probably IR and then, like, an emergency – or not an emergency. Um, conditioning stint. Conditioning stint down, down to Rockford yeah. and then and – then, and then we'll see where at that point, whenever he, whenever he does come back, if it's, you know, a few, few games into the season, we'll see where the roster's at what guys look like as we get to games that truly matter. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think the, the point of the, the 12 forwards that you're going to play the most this year, I think that's very much set. Like, like you're, you, you're, your battle now is not really for ice time, quote-unquote. I think you're battling just to stay in the NHL. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the depth of this Blackhawks team this year. Yeah. It is a welcome change yeah. from last year mm-hmm. where you had a top six and then you had six guys who all did the same thing. We're all pretty yeah. interchangeable and, and all did the same yeah. thing. And now you've got you know, your top six has got two lines that are that are dangerous at you know exciting. Yeah, yeah f- fast and creative. And your bottom six has that grindy checking line, but, uh, you know, of that, that veteran line. But they can also sc- score a few goals. You mm-hmm. know, Dickinson, Perry, and Felino will score yeah, some goals. Yeah, they'll pump some in. Yep. They'll, they're not completely just – they're not just knuckle-draggers out there, you know, busting heads into the boards. They've got Jace, Jason ability. Dickinson is faster than Nathan McKinnon. That's what – yes, we did. We got to remember to show that to him next yeah. time he's in the locker room. That's we, from we, the we, NHL's uh, data center. Yes, Those, he's. They're not. We're not just making that up. No, he's faster than Nathan McKinnon, and uh, we're going to tell him about that 
mm -hmm. video for the show because <laughs> uh, I bet you he's going to be just as surprised to hear that as we are. But then your other bottom six line, as we mentioned, the X Lightning line, that's a line that's going to score some goals too. Yeah. There was never a line in the bottom six last season in all 82 games where you're like, ooh, this guy, these three guys can score. No. You never said that once. It, when they when they did score like the five goals that came from the bottom six last year, you were like, I can't believe they scored. Yeah, wow, look this at that. This is great. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, so the depth and the improvement of the depth and the talent on this team from last year to this year, a lot of that is by design. You didn't want to be that deep nor talented last year. Right. But now that that's over and you've accomplished what last year set out to accomplish, it's nice to see – you know, a third line, I mean, they were the top line tonight, but a third line that could tie the game with a minute to go in, in regulation. Yeah, yep. they, they were creating chances, yeah. you know. And, again, game two of a preseason, you know, it's, it's, it's not the star-studded lineups, but for them playing as the top line, they looked like it, which that's, that's what you want to see. You don't want to see the, the third line that you're going to have for the NHL team look overmatched in a game like this and they were out creating chances tyler johnson got on the board taylor radish had a ton of shots gutman was buzzing at times like it was it was good it was it was good to see and specifically for gutman who's coming off of you know had surgery that ended his season last year uh coming into camp you know fighting to kind of take the spot that he left last year in in, in the nhl lineup it's a good start for him like he 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 needed a game uh, like this so um, good to see for him um yeah I think the depth of the forwards group uh, is is gonna I think it's gonna surprise some teams this year all right we're gonna take our first break here but a couple of reminders make sure you vote for the four star of the game the nominees are Cole Gutman Boris Kachuk and Arvid Soderbloom I want to talk about Soderbloom on the other side of this break we also have some good questions about Colton Dock and some other players in the chat we're going to get to as well and make sure if you're in the youtube there with us now smash that like button for us uh here we go yeah, yeah. do it Joy, greg tell us about ray i am going to tell you about a ray now and another ray later mm. uh this two ray rays, wow. is for two rays wow this ray is for those of you who are in the market for a new or used vehicle because we've got some great news for you ray chevy in fox lake has just joined the chgo team and we were talking to our pals over at Ray Chevy the other day, and they got this thing called the Ray Price Promise. It's a guarantee that the price you see online is the price you're going to pay when you walk into the dealership. We found that in many other cases, dealers are going to raise the price on you. When, they come into the, when you come into the dealership, they're going to ask you questions they know the answers are no to. Like, are you a recent college grad? Are you active in the military? Are you a farmer? Well, in most cases, you're going to say no, and that's when they... We're going to tell you they're going to get all shady and say that they're going to raise the price because those online prices included rebates that you don't qualify. Well, at Ray, that's not the case. The price you see online is the price you're going to pay with no add-ons to the price ever. In fact, Ray will do everything possible to find additional savings for you that will make the price even lower than the one you saw online. And as one of the top-selling dealers in, mid in the Midwest, bless you, you'll always be able to shop one of Chicagoland's largest inventories. Save big at Ray Chevy because they now have over 100 Chevy Trax models starting at $21,495. And now through September 30th, 
That's today. That's today. Hey, hurry up, get there. Hurry up, get on the website now because all buyers who qualify <laughs> for zero percent financing make zero payments until 2024. Plus, put no money down, and best of all, pay zero hidden fees with the Ray Price Promise. Visit Ray Chevrolet in Fox Lake in person or RayChevrolet.com. Serving the community since 1963. Find new roads. Don't delay. Act now has never been more true. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and hey, speaking about uh, truth, Goose Island beer is delicious. They are the proud sponsor. Right. Nice honkers. They are the proud beer sponsor of us here at CHGO, and they have been Chicago's beer honking over the city since 1988. How can you uh, argue with the year-round roster that Goose Island boasts? You got the family of Beer Hug Imperial IPAs, the 9.9 ABV IPAs that are dangerously easy to drink. You have the Full Pocket Pills, the everyday beer that the Goose Island beer brewers are drinking. And, of course, you have the Golden Cans of 312, the Wheat Ale, the staple of their year-round roster. And it is late September, which means it's almost October, but it has been Oktoberfest season for all month now. So make sure as you uh, ring in the fall season with your Oktoberfest celebrations, get a Goose Island Oktoberfest beer better than anything pumpkin spice flavored that you will have. I guarantee it. You can grab all of these ultra fresh brewery exclusive beers and more at the Goose Island Original Brew House on Clybourne Avenue in Lincoln Park. Or you can go to their tap room on Fulton Street in Westtown. That is the Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's beer. And you know where we're going to have a ton of Goose Island beer tomorrow? The Chicago CHGO Bears tailgate. It is going to be a lot of fun. Lit. Uh, tomorrow, 7.30 start time uh-huh. in the morning. Uh, get amped for Bears <laughs> and Broncos. Woo! Uh, somebody's got to win, maybe. Yeah, somebody's O has got to go, as, uh, as somebody zero, says. Zero tie. Let's go. Uh, but, uh, yeah, come out. Uh, tickets are still available, I think. Probably. Yep. Uh, sure. Go to the all CHGO, uh, dot com. Get your tickets uh, if you haven't yet. CHGO uh, crew is going to be out there. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, they're playing the Broncos, so say hi to some of our DNVR yeah. crew as well. And uh, Athletes First yeah. is uh, their their tailgate uh, tour is going to make a stop. Uh, yeah, our guy Shane is doing a lot of work with them. So uh, their their big Winnebago is going to be out there. It's going to be a good time uh, as as we all uh, cheer Justin Fields as he steps onto the field and um, see what happens on Sunday. I can't wait. You could wait. I can't. All right, we've got a little bit of an update here from Luke Richardson. Not too much. This is from Joe Smith, who covers the Wild for the Athletic. That's a real person, Joe Smith. He's not just made he up. He was on the uh, lightning, beat for, lightning beat yep. for a bit. Uh, said, Luke Richardson said, winners in Minnesota. no uh, yes. update yet on Savoie, who is still getting evaluated. He was in a little bit of pain, so we're hoping for the best. That's a quote. Encouraged he was fist-bumping guys on the way off the ice. Quote, it's a good relief to see that. So right. A little bit of pain. Uh-huh. I, I don't know. Hopefully it's, not uh, as bad as it looked. I hate speculating on injuries. We'll see. It just, yeah. When you hear a guy screaming, it's never good. You're going to be at Morning Skate tomorrow. I assume yes. Luke will be there as well. I'd hope. Maybe they'll have an overnight update. I'm sure he's going to be asked. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll get it out to you as soon as we hear from him tomorrow. I'll be at the practice, so I won't be at the tailgate, or I'll miss the start of the Bears game, too. Boy, 
That's tough day for bad. you. It's a rough day. It's a yeah. rough day. Yeah. Uh, we Lots got a super birds. chat. We got to pay off here from from Joey Smith. That's oh. weird. Uh, <laughs> How about that? I wonder if it's Joe's son. Yeah. Uh, with Savoie out, the Hawks should re-sign Kane. Well, right, thank you, Joey, for your, for your, uh, yep, well, your, your donation. $2 donation. Thanks. Hey. Well, you got an extra you, mention. You can get an extra one. <laughs> yeah, you, you, got, you got one. <laughs> you got one bank. You got one in the bank. <laughs> um, He's paying it forward for someone else. Young Dangle God yes. can save his dollar this time. <laughs> yeah, can we, can we uh, stop one thing? Sure. Um, can we stop asking if the Hawks are going to claim every right-handed defenseman that yeah, gets put on waivers? I, I'm with you. Like, not, like, these guys are on waivers for a reason. Yes. And I'd like to think that the organization has a plan that's better than let's just look at the scrap heap let's every day at noon and see who's available. Yeah. First rounder and yeah. throw them out there and maybe he'll change it around. Yeah. Trust, yeah, I mean, trust and your guys in-house. And what, I mean, Kyle Davidson has said many times, like part of the good part about having so many draft assets is you can use them for trades. Mm-hmm. So if they truly feel that they're, do- they're doomed without a third pair right defenseman, they can trade for one if they want to. Mm-hmm. I think what they should do now, I think with the whole roster basically, except for Phil Kessel, sorry, uh, <laughs> you should just stay put and just let this yeah, let it yeah. play out. You've got options, veteran, rookie, whatever. Like you're going to send guys down that you probably don't want to because yeah. you've got too many veterans here. And yeah, Nikita Zaitsev is not an ideal person to have on this team, but again, they're not trying to win a cup this year. A lack, he lack of right-handed shots this year is not going to derail any right. big thing. So I know people will say, oh, well, they got Jared Tenorti on waivers last year. Well, But you knew exactly what you were getting out of Jared Tenorti. Yeah. And you also, got exactly what you wanted. You also did that like two days before the regular season started. Yeah, you're not, you're not picking up. Jared Tenorti was not a guy that was like, hey, he's only 23 and was picked 19th overall. Maybe he's going to be good one day. No, he was. he's a big, physical, mean defenseman, yeah. and we need one of those. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, we don't need to – every time that somebody gets on, on waivers, we don't need to say, hey, let's take a shot at him. No, I'm cool if we don't. Yeah. I'd rather you – I mean, I'm not against any waiver pick, but I'd rather be a veteran guy that mm-hmm. you know exactly what you're getting that fits a specific need for your team. Right. Go draft three right-handed shot defensemen next year and develop them. Sure. Absolutely. But, again, I mean, there's always teams looking to make moves or you've got this, like, kind of a glut of offensive talent now all of a sudden, right? Like, guys that are NHLers that are not going to play in the NHL this year. I'm not saying you're going to get a ton from McKenzie Entwistle, but, you know, there's teams that might be looking around for some of the stuff you have in surplus. Look, I think we know that, (laughs) that Kyle Davidson is on top of things. Yeah, he's right. got his eyes open. Stuff that we don't see coming, like he he's on top. So I'm not, I'm not too worried about. Him. I'm confident that he's uh, doing everything he can to make the roster as effective as it, as it can be. But I think for the time being, they're best served by just letting it play out, seeing how things go, and then ad- adjusting if needed. That's mm-hmm. what I would say. Yep. Um, let's get into Arvid Soderblom a little bit today. Um, again, gave up three goals, including the overtime winner. I thought though he looked really solid. Really sound. Yeah, I think I think it'd be fair to say that the the two goals in regulation, it's hard to pin on him. Yeah. Like the first one, pink uh, pinball, yeah, pinball like shot he never saw. It looked like it clicked off of Crevier's. Crevier, yeah, Crevier, and he had a ass in his face. Like yeah. he never saw it. He right. wasn't stopping that. Not the good it kind either. No. Yeah, and and the, the second one, 
uh, you know, the the Wild take advantage of a couple breakdowns by the Blackhawks. Nikita Zaitsev uh, not covering the back door, and Adam Beckman taps you know taps in a, a puck that was either a, a shot or a pass. I don't know if it was done well, on Korchinski's, purpose. Korchinski lost that battle too. Uh, yeah, actually, I wrote about it for Hawks hits that'll be published after the game. He, he's got to be either he's either got to take the body or be stronger with his stick there. That's a lesson learned for him. But he had a chance to yeah. tie up the stick or take the man out of the play and didn't either. And then it ends up in the back of the net. Both defensemen kind of botched that thing. Yeah. Um, but I will say, like, yeah, you're right. I None of the goals I really blame on Sutter Bloom. Yeah, and then, I will he's, say, then he's beat by a good shot in overtime. They mentioned it on the broadcast, and I, I had sort of noticed it as well. He did seem to lose the puck in his pads a few times. Yeah. Um, and I wonder if the black pads play a role in that. Like, if you're struggling to see the, the black puck with the black pads. I mean, he's far from the only goalie to do it. Corey Crawford mm-hmm. wore black pads forever and seemed to be fine. Um, but he did seem to struggle a little bit with the pucks that were, like, in close net front. They got away from him a little bit. There was also a goal that was disallowed. Clearly kicked in by Jujar Carroll. Yeah, like he actually, a, like, dirty cheater. That's why he's not here anymore. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah. I, I still am sort of of the mind that they're going to give Mrazek as the courtesy, the start. He'll be the number one goalie yeah. heading into opening day in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And then over time, I think Soderblom's going to overtake him and get the bulk of the starts. That would be great. I If I had to predict and then put money on a bet, I would bet that. At the end of the year, Arvid Soderbloom, Soderbloom has more starts than Peter Mrazek for a myriad of reasons. I think that's safe. I, yeah, I think he'll have more starts. Um, the thing that impressed me the most about him tonight, uh, you know, he, he was good outside of, you know, the first goal. He seemed to be pretty good in traffic. Mm-hmm. Um, there, his rebound control was good early. And then kind of got scrambly late, failed yeah. later in the game. So I, I want a little more consistency on the rebound control from start to finish. It started off well. He was absorbing a lot of shots early. I mean, he took a lot of shots in that first period. It was like sixteen, 16 or something. Like six, that, they yeah. were like I was shot sixteen to eight in the first period. So uh, especially early, it was like even though the Hawks had a one nothing lead, it was like ten to yeah, two in shots. They at one jumped point. on them. Yeah. So um, you know. It, Good showing from all three of the goalies so far. You can't really, you know, if you get the type of goaltending we've had over the first two preseason games, yes, they were against mostly AHL players, but you still got to stop the puck. To me, the goaltending is the big is the biggest weakness and question mark of this team. I agree. So if you can get some, you know, solid. NHL average play out of your starting goaltender this goaltending this year, you're going to be a much improved team than last year. You know, 59 points last year. Yeah. If you get NHL average goaltending, I think this team can get 70 points. Yeah, and I think you could also kind of make the argument too that with a little bit more talent on the team and a few more willing checkers on the team, it's not going to be such a task night after night. Yeah for Mrazek or Soderblom or whoever might be in goal that night for the Hawks because there were a lot of those games where we'd say after they, they look like Denny Lemieux and Slapshot, like just having the, the meltdown had to be held down during intermission. They're kind of shell-shocked from the whole thing. Hopefully that there's fewer of those kind of fire drill type games that we saw with the Hawks a few times last year. And look, like I know we've 
potentially have three rookie defensemen starting for the Hawks. So there will be those moments. There's no doubt about that. But I just think in general, the talent, and Luke Richardson says it all the time, like your team defense is not just those six guys behind the blue line. It's the entire team. And when you look at the way this roster is built, you've got a lot of guys willing. I mean, look, we saw it from Connor Bedard, of all people, in the first preseason game, back-checking, stick-lifting, yeah. being an involved, you know, all three zones kind of a center. Um, is it over? Uh, are they eliminated? Poor, poor, oh, geez. poor Cody is doing the death march in yeah, the studio. It's a sad, sad walk to studio. Meanwhile, B. Luke is smiling because he doesn't have to work tomorrow. They actually won this time, though. <laughs> They did win. They Cubs did win, win, but though. it didn't matter. Yeah, wait. Like, Cubs win. You still got to do the the victory beer bat. They did win. A rule's a rule. Yeah, get your bat. All right. Wow. Luke wants the 83 Luke, wins. Luke predicted 83 wins. And thanks to our, our pal Stucky for supplying some yeah, pizza. Yeah, pop for some pizza. Yes. Put the pizza bill. We love our Cubs Thanks, guys. Dad. Yeah. <laughs> the one guy here older than me. I can, I can do that. There you go. Um, but, yeah, ju- jump on CHGO Cubs when, when we're done, of course. Um, they're going live here in a moment. So, um, all right, should we update? Are, are we ready to call this thing? Are we ready to yeah, this declare is, a winner in the? There's a uh, runaway here. This is this is getting four out star. of hand. This is getting ugly. Uh, four star of the game. Our nominees were Cole Gutman, Arvid Soderblom, and Boris Kachu. Cole Gutman running away with it with sixty percent of your votes. That's pretty good. Uh, we'll keep the poll going, but I think uh, Stephen is the arbiter of the four star. Is ready to call it officially. That he's, is our four star. He's our again. Kornacki. He's our yeah. He's our he, he's definitely a popular guy, Cole Gubman. And why not? He played real good. That one yeah. shift, he yeah. was all over the place. Let's talk about him a little bit because, like good we chance. mentioned earlier, the injury a bit of a concern. You know, didn't get the finish year with the Hawks, but really made an impression in that brief the brief time he was healthy. And boy, man, he was he looked excellent today mm-hmm. he, he really like you you talked about not a lot of nhl players in this game he was one of the guys most visibly effective for either team yeah really buzzing uh again check out some of the moves he made where he hit in that shift where he hit the post twice just dancing around defenders he was he was very solid in this game and i think that him not making the team would be a shock to me that would be a shock it, yeah. and it, i think it would be a a wrong call that would be like a roster motivated call like oh we don't want to wave people that we don't have to wave um or that we have to wave to send down i i want gutman here and i i think he's here to stay I think yeah so. uh, luke richardson spoke about him uh yesterday at practice and you know he, he talked about how when he joined the team last year the big thing that stood out to richardson was how quickly he was able to adapt to the jump from college to the professional game. And, you know, you, you watch the games as, as he progressed throughout the, the end of last season, he just seemed to get better and better and better. So, you know, he set the bar for himself this year to be go, go back and, and you know, come in, come into this camp, be ready to go, be healthy. He is. Um, and, you know, reclaim that spot that, that, that he had at the end of last year. And yeah, I mean, if he, if he continues to, uh, play in the preseason like he did tonight. He's, de- I mean, he's gonna just write, you know, write his name into that that roster spot in pen, um, which I, I I think he's he he it was his to lose, and he has done nothing to no, worry about losing it. No, I knew he had a good shot first day of training camp, being on that line with yeah, Johnson yeah. and Radish, and not being taken off of that once. Yeah, and 
I, outside of of some sort of injury, knock on wood, he's on this team. I don't see any any reason why yeah. he shouldn't be. I mean, are you going to send Cole Gutman down to Rockford because you're afraid someone's going to claim Boris Kachuk on waivers? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. No. I think there's well, a lot Rich of guys Johnson, that they would just like be fine if they got claimed i i and all <laughs> yeah to be honest with you, all those guys all yeah. those four guys if they got claimed the hawks are gonna be like all right well that kind of saves us a little bit of a headache yeah. you know uh clears up a little bit of a log jam we have i mean i don't want to see any one of those guys go necessarily but if they do i'm not gonna lose any sleep over it yeah i mean i mean mckenzie and will go somewhere else i'll be sad because i like him as a he's a good dude and yeah then we're gonna have to find a new bit that's working. I don't want that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I like to kill someone else's bit. family. Yeah, we're going to have to find another <laughs> orphan to fall in love with. There's not yeah. too many orphaned NHL players out there. No, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, you look at the guys that are kind of on that bubble, on that cut line with, with uh, Kachuk and Entwistle and Reese Johnson, Colin Blackwell, Joey Anderson. Um, you know, you get into guys like Mike Hardman and stuff like that. It's just like, I don't, none of those guys are going to sink you in any way if they're not here. Right. Um, and I think it's, it's, it's a good thing for the, for the Blackhawks to be in that position now. Um, and none, none of those guys are, are really, I think the gap between a guy like Gutman and those guys is starting to widen, which is good for Cole. Yeah. Yeah. And none of those guys are part of the long-term plan. They could yeah. force their way into another contract here, but sure. they're not like they're not guys that like. I'm sure Kyle Davidson is like I'm building that Stanley Cup winning fourth line around Boris Kachuk. No, no. I, I mean he you look still, at he still could be there if he plays himself into it, but sure, they're not guys that are you know long term for sure. But you're looking at how he's been building this team since he took over, and it's speed. And it's skill, and it's things that those guys don't really have. So it's, you know, and it's tough. Like that's that's the hard part about like for us covering a team full time for the first time. Uh, you know, you get to know these guys a little bit, and you start rooting for them because they're they're good dudes. And um, you know, Ant Whistle for sure is a guy right up there, and I think he's done enough to be that extra forward. If I'm handicapping it, I think he's the guy that gets it, but. Um, yeah, I mean, this is the downside of a rebuild is as you fill in your system with talent and you fill in your system with depth, some of these guys that come here work their ass off uh, for very little praise, for very little notoriety, um, and keep their heads up and are in positive while you're losing night after night after night, all of a sudden have bled and suffered and everything for your franchise. And then, well, thanks for your service, but now you're off the team because... We just have more talent. It's tough. It's a tough part of the business, but I think those guys get it, and I, I think that uh, the way that Entwistle and Kachuk especially have come into camp saying, we're going to make this at least a tough decision for you uh, is commendable. Entwistle, Kachuk, Reese Johnson, and Cole Gutman, all RFAs next year. Just throwing that out there. So not only are they you know trying to, to fight for – roster spots and all that they're all in contract years so there's all, there is that other consideration of what opportunity and impression are you making to stick around in the right. nhl 
not only just to stick around this year, but to stick around and, and get that next deal. So, I don't know. I just found it's that me, interesting. Yeah, it's, it's And all restricted, right? Yeah, all RFAs. Yeah, so that's – the Hawks kind of have them they held have the if they want hand, to. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and they're not going to get big deals in free agency or anything. So, look, I mean, I think some of these guys too, like if you – I think especially Whistle and Johnson – as they entered their pro careers, probably envisioned themselves as mostly AHL players that would get the eventual NHL call up and play a handful of games, you know, a la Ben Smith or whoever back sure. in the day. Yeah. Um, but now that they've had that full-time taste, they don't want to lose that. But mm-hmm. if, if, for, if they get sent down and they remain with the organization, then you've got a lot of Rockford's a lot better. Uh, not only talent-wise, but leadership-wise and experience-wise. And now you're putting guys like Colton Dock and Ethan Domastro and Nolan Allen in better situations to thrive and succeed yeah. and have deep playoff runs in the AHL. Uh, so, look, it's it's good for the org. It's tough for the individual players. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So that's, 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 the, that's the tough part about things. But, um, yeah. Um, when I, by the way, Cole Gutman is just making it worse. It's just getting worse. He's just winning it even more than he was <laughs> at last check. I feel like we should throw in that. Throw in the damn towel. Throw in the damn towel. Throw in the damn towel. It's over. Four. It's over yeah. for him. Uh, I mentioned Colton Dock. Uh, another strong game from him. Yeah. Uh, he's looked very impressive in the preseason. Uh, he had four shots on goal, plus one. Uh, another missed shot. Uh, had uh, two penalty minutes, two hits, 15-14 uh, of ice time. He's just kind of buzzing out there. Yeah. It's noticeable. Yeah, and, you know, we talk about the eye test a lot, right? Like, who looks like an NHL player and who doesn't? The more I see Colton Dock, the more I think he's going to be an effective, probably middle six NHL player. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I liked his game tonight. I think, uh, you know, he, he he knew that I picked him, so he put in a put in a, a, a tough effort. thought he got that um, game-tying goal, but I was damn right Tyler there. Johnson took it from him. It was right him. there. But, um, yeah, I, I, I liked his game. I, I think the the difference between him and Kirby, I think, is is going to be the uh, the edge that they play with. I think Kirby's probably, if they max out, you know, maxing out their potentials, each of them, Kirby's got a little bit more skill. Yeah, than, than Colton does, but I think Colton's got a little bit more of that that nastiness in his game. Um, jumped in, you know, jumped into the into the scrum to, uh, you know, uh, defend Soderblom after he got a stick between the legs uh, on a on a play that was blown dead. So you like that aspect of it too. I'm excited to see what he does uh, in Rockford this year. He's one of those guys that I I, I feel like. You know him and and probably Allen and maybe even Ethan Dalmastro wouldn't be surprised if they uh, made their pro their uh, NHL debuts at some point this season um, if they you know if they play well and, and and earn it in Rockford this year. But yeah, Doc I think is uh, is a guy destined for Rockford. I think he's just you know it's it's just a numbers game right now. He's young. He's making his pro debut. Um, but I think it's gonna be interesting to see what what role he plays and and uh, you know how he's able to adjust to that you know, professional uh, level of game. But I think he's, I think he's got it in him. Yep. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think Colton Doc is, uh, Colton Doc's style of play is made for the AHL. I, I'm not saying that he's a career AHLer, but like 
he wants like he'll hang. He obviously yeah. n- wants to get physical and mix it up. And the yeah. AHL is a very physical league. And Nolan Allen and Ethan Del Mastro, those guys, I think, are going to fit right into the AHL mm-hmm. style. And that's going to be good for them. They're not going to be out of place down there. Uh, you know, uh, Windy City Hockey said earlier the biggest difference between Colton and Kirby is is their confidence. Yeah. Yeah, probably the most glaring. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Colton Doc has got some swagger to him. He's, mm-hmm. he's just like, I'm going to go out and do my thing where – you know, we saw for three seasons Kirby be tentative, overthink things. Yeah. Uh, where Colton is more just an instinctive hockey player. And that's, you know, I, I think I, I, as we sit here and compare those two, I think it's unfair to compare those two because they're oh, not yeah, the yeah. same player. No, oh, yeah. They're, they're apples and oranges the way they play the game. So if we want to get into a thing of like, well, you know, Colton only had 40 points and Kirby had 60, it's not – they don't play the same type of game. So um, I would I would have liked it if they both were, you know, Blackhawks, yeah, but it just didn't nice. work here. And, hey, Kirby turned into Frank Nazar. That's true. I'll take Frank Nazar over Frank Kirby. Frank Nazar Dock. and Gavin Hayes, I think. That sounds right. I think, that's the, I think that was yes. the, uh, the trades. I like Tom Quinn in, in the chat here. I like the comparison of, of maybe an Andrew Ladd for a Colton Dock. I don't think that that's too far off. That would be great. Dave Boland. <laughs> Dave Boland comes to mind. Yeah, because I, he, I think Doc's got a little bit of that in him too. He's got that that edge to him. Where Bolin, he might be more offensively talented than Dave Bolin. Um, Dave Bolin's junior numbers were just absurd, right. though. Right, they were. Yeah, they yeah. were what he have like 120 points yeah. last year in London. But it's that a was a guy we talk about that learned real quick. I'm not going to do that in the NHL. Right. I need to figure out mm-hmm. how I'm going to stay here. Yeah. I think Colton's kind of doing that too. Yeah. Like, I think yeah, the the Andrew Ladd is is a decent comparison. They may be a mixture of Ladd and Boland together. Um, Boland and then Boland and then you throw, and then you throw in a, you know, he's got. I'll tell you what, Colton Doc's got a better personality than both those guys. <laughs> 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 and, I, and I love Dave Bullen, but he wasn't exactly like the uh, greatest. Quote like getting ever. water from a stone, that dude talking yeah. to him. Um, <laughs> you know, and, he loosened up eventually. And but Andrew Ladd was a, is, is a nice guy too, but not you know the greatest quote. No. Uh, by the way, for the record, Andrew Ladd, who just retired, uh, played 1,001 NHL games, 256 goals, 294 assists. That's 550 for those that can't math. And a plus twenty for his career. So two hey, Stanley Cups. If Colton Doc plays a thousand NHL games, hey, that's a win, man. Hell yeah, I'll take half of that. By the way, I spent a little bit of time on Canadians Twitter, which is never a, gr- it's better a, than Leafs Twitter, but still not a great. It's a risk to, be. to your health. Saw several people agreeing that Kirby Doc is the best Canadian. Hey man, uh, live your live your life. Live Do your they best not life. know that Nick that that Nick, Nick Suzuki is pretty good? Cole Caulfield's Cole Caulfield's pretty good. I. I think there's so many people that just, because of what they gave up to get him, are just, they want to he's going to be so yeah. good. He's going to be so good. And he might still, but we're four years into a guy that's got, what, never had more than 60 points? Yeah. Well, I mean, he his, he had an injury that ended his season last year. That sounds so familiar. That's, that's tough. Um, but I think, Copy yeah, the... You you get uh, you get the Canadians who are a a team that believe in the youth that's in the NHL. Doc's one of those guys that they want to believe in, and I mean he he looked like a better player. B 
being in Montreal than he ever did in Chicago. So I don't fault them for being excited about no. it. But these are also some of the same people that are already calling Yuri Sapkowski a bust. Yeah. So just real level-headed folks yeah. uh, up there. Um, all right, you told us about Ray. Now tell us about Rays. I can do that. Not the Tampa Bay Rays. <laughs> Once I get my computer. So many Rays, so little time. Yes, I've got all your Ray action. Um, well, the first Ray I told you about was for cars. And the next rays I'm telling you about are for things you could use while driving. Uh, you can take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium Polaroid shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for your outdoor adventures. I was wearing my Shady Rays on the way into the office when some jagoff from Minnesota <laughs> nearly ran me off the road. I saw him coming because of those clear optics, and I was yeah, able thanks, to hit the brakes. Damn you, Dino Cicerelli. Before some douchebag from Minnesota wearing a Los Angeles Dodgers hat nearly ended the whole thing. Uh, Anywho, what? So if you're watching Dodger Minnesota guy, blow it out your ass. That's not all. Shady Rays offers <laughs> this the This is all in the ad copy, by the way. Yeah, it is. It's weird that this is in here. <laughs> That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Had I broke my sunglasses in that car accident that I narrowly had missed, I could send those back in and get a new, brand new pair. And you can get a brand new pair if you lose or break your glasses, even on day one, no questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. Together with their customers, Shady Rays is providing much-needed support to nonprofit partners across the U.S. through Shady Rays Impact. From building play sets for pediatric cancer patients to providing young adults with MS, the outdoor adventure of a lifetime, Shady Rays is making an impact in your community and others like it now and for years to come. And if you don't love your Shady Rays, you can exchange for a brand new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There is no risk when you shop. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Head on over to ShadyRays.com. Use the promo code CHGO at checkout, and you're going to get 50% off two or more pairs of the awesome shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. All right, well, that's uh, you talked about something you could use while driving. This is not something to use while driving. No. Nope. But when you're home from driving, let's say you had a stressful commute, as I do pretty much every time I drive home from here, and Saturday night on the Dan Ryan, strap it on, ones, boy. Right? That's going to be a rough one. But that's always a scary one. Fortunately, it's not at 2 a.m. like it's been before. Mm. Uh, stop at Sunnyside to get some things to ease your mind. It is your home for judgment-free cannabis shopping, a place where all kinds of visitors like you can explore, discover, and purchase a wide array of high-quality cannabis products. Sunnyside has everything you need to survive your football season. And no matter where you are, if you're an old uh, marijuana connoisseur, or you're a bit of a newbie, you're going to feel very comfortable, very relaxed, very welcomed walking in to a sunny side. They're going to help you get exactly the experience you're looking for, and that's all you can ask from a great dispensary like Sunnyside. They also have their rewards program called Sunnyside Rewards and a great house of brands. Mindy's, good news, I tell you about those all the time. High Supply, FloraCal, Wonder, Remedy, Cresco, that's the one with the very excellent cannabis where you get the flower right there in the little jar open that up take a big whiff Ooh, it's lovely stuff cresco is the a1 brand for flower in marijuana now through october 15th head to sunnyside.shop 
and use code CHGO25 at checkout for 25% off your total order. One use per customer, not stackable with other promos, but it's not only for new customers. Anyone can use that code. Pick up everything you need to elevate your football season. Must be 21 plus or an Illinois MedCard holder. Again, sunnyside.shop, promo code CHGO25. I love that we have uh, t- <laughs> the war of Connor Bedard already growing in our chat here saying this is uh, from Pows08. According to Charlie, the security team has to stay late because Bedard won't get off the ice and sometimes stays till almost midnight. <laughs> hey, man. Oh, Ever, I like that. Better there than in some bar somewhere. That's true. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Connor, for I, loving hockey. I, I, did, I did appreciate the... He really likes it. I did, yeah. <laughs> I did appreciate the small comedy... Uh, today from the uh, media group who was at uh, Morning Skate. Uh, Charlie said that Bedard was on the ice by himself for 10 minutes after practice shooting pucks. And Scott Power said he was on the ice for an hour after practice shooting pucks. So someone's, the grows, someone's, the legend someone's grows. watch He's is He's still on the them. ice. <laughs> they uh, turn the lights off and he says, screw you, turn them on. He brings his own floodlight. Yeah. Yeah. Well, his dad's there. Maybe he turns on his truck lights and yeah, um, you know, yeah. I followed his dad on Twitter today. Nice. Follow back. It helps you grow your followers. We're told. That's what we've been told. Yeah. Yes. Uh, by the way, have we gotten to our ten thousand Twitter followers yet? No, but no, we're we're, we're, we're we got there. some time. All right. Hey, we got nine thousand three hundred nineteen. Pretty good. Let's get to ten thousand more than we had a couple days ago. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get to uh, ten thousand by uh, opening day. We got some time. C H G O underscore Blackhawks as interest grows. And people hear about Connor Bedard and are going to want info. Let your friends know, hey, this is the place you need to go. Check out CHGO Blackhawks. Here's their Twitter handle. Here's where to watch them on YouTube. All that great stuff. Uh, help us grow. And the more we grow, the more cool stuff we can do for you, including our trip to Pittsburgh, which we're going to have. Yeah, it's going to be fun. So it's going to be an awesome time. All right, hey, before- what other, yeah. what other uh, group of people covering the Blackhawks have had two videos go viral from their accounts in the last week? That's right. Yeah. As uh, uncomfortable and itchy as it made me. <laughs> you did, all you're doing is reporting the news. I guess. A couple million yeah. views is a couple million views. Yep. Exactly right. Uh, we got a super chat from Joey. Says, Cubs are eliminated. Bears suck. However, Tyler Johnson will single-handedly give the city of Chicago the boost we need. Yes. Tyler Johnson, 2023-24 Hart Trophy winner. That's, that's your I, money to biggest, spend, Joey. I'm, sure. <laughs> I am the biggest Tyler Johnson fan in this room right now. Um, yeah. Yes, you are. Yes, you are one of them. Why? <laughs> Greg, go ahead and tell everybody how you won again. Who's your hawk? <sighs> this guy right here, undefeated. Yeah. Well, you know. Pick, I will say though, we all picked three. Connor good Bedard ones. the first game. It's cheating. He did say he had the second pick <laughs> though. Yeah, pick. he did. Give him yeah. Props there. Yes, it's because it's because I said I want Athanasiu, and the next text in the chain was Jay spinning the wheel saying I went second. So I was like, all right, whatever, I'll take him. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fine second or uh for uh, i went first i was like all right whatever that's still a fine pick he was tied but technically we tied. i think we need to amend some rules before the that's regular fine. season there's there's going to be a cap on how many times you can pick bedard either in a row or per month or something like that because if each show one of us is picking bedard it's yeah but he's there are believe it or not there are going to be games where he doesn't get a point it's gonna ah, happen no ah. it's gonna happen 82 you, game points he didn't have a point th- tonight Sit on a throne of lies. They didn't even dress him. Exactly. He was too busy shooting pucks at the fifth third. He missed his flight. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> 
I knew I was supposed to do something. <laughs> so yes, Tyler he's, Johnson. He's yeah. got the little ropes, little little string yeah. on his finger. Yeah, oh, shoot, that dumbass from It's Wonderful Life. Oh, it ruined everything. Oh, God, I feel so bad. I hate Jack. that. I hate that movie. <laughs> I hate. No, I love that movie. Oh, I love that movie. I just hate that part of the movie. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah. It's torture. Oh, okay. Yeah, Jackass. Yeah. No, it's not torture. Being two and zero and who's your hawks? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, this the, is it. Switch till they count. Pre-season. I, I'm going to go six and zero in the preseason, and I'm going to be zero and eighty two. And we're hitting so, the reset button in a regular yes, season. Yes, Standings, yes, we are. And we, we can tweak some rules and and scoring we're, and all that. Yeah, we're gonna have we're a. Still, we're still. We, yeah, we're gonna we, have a board of governors meeting we'll, we'll and put that out figure there. Out the rules. We'll, we'll, we'll put we'll put it out there on Twitter so everybody knows. Uh, so I'm not accused of just making shit up as we go along. <laughs> we literally agreed on all these things, yeah, and yeah, now yeah. all of a sudden things need to be changed because I've won twice in a row. <laughs> yeah, well, clearly it's broken. <laughs> I mean, if anything indicates it's broken, it's that you have won and Mario and I have not. Yeah, absolutely. So it must be broken. Pick, all right, we're going to wrap things players. up. Uh, again, official congratulations to our four-star, Cole Gutman, who did finish with 60% of the vote. He wins a uh, fabulous Seiko watch. Courtesy of our friends at Foco. Spelled sure. with a C. <laughs> I don't know if uh, Foco has watches, but you know, we'll see. We get some. Maybe we should start tracking four stars and give them a little gift at the end of the year. Uh, get fitted out in the best sports gear around at oh, I am Foco a donut from the donut shop. There you go. There you Hoodies, go. shoes, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between. It is no longer baseball season. It's football season. No, it's, it's hockey season. Get your hoodies. Get your toques. Get your slippers, get your uh, fleece pants, everything you need to stay cool, stay warm at a hockey or football game. And they've donated some awesome stuff to our set, which we always appreciate. Check out Foco.com or click the link in our description below for all non-presale items. Use the promo code CHGO to save <laughs> 10%. Foco.com. Uh yes, the, the many ways Mackenzie and Russell's parents met their demise. Oh boy! <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I'll just I'll say it for the audio. X A H D. Jod. I'm gonna say Jod. Is it Jod? Yeah. It says I hear Entwistle's parents stepped on the logo right in front of Bedar. <laughs> just saying. Well, they kind of floated over it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And they materialize, maybe. Uh, oh, this man. is why we can't have Mackenzie Antwistle go to Rockford. <laughs> we can't, we're not no. going to find a bit anywhere. We've worked hard at this bit over a year now. And yeah, it's, it's good. It's, it, we, we, were, we were dedicated to this. Yes. Yeah, someone I'm, else has to say something to us. That's, what, that's all. Yeah, well, maybe, so maybe we we'll get something in Pittsburgh. <laughs> all right. We're, ra- we're going to wrap up. Oh, sorry. I got another super chat from Nate. says we have the only positive team in Chicago sports, Woo! that's right. Least hey, dysfunctional hey, team. Way to go, low bars. I, I, I think, <laughs> you know, we're, we're setting ourselves up for uh, another banner in October. I think we're, we're, off to a, we're off to a good start. Absolutely right. Less teams to compete with in October. It's true. Yes. It's true. All right, we're back tomorrow after Hawks and Red Wings. Mm. Again, 6 o'clock uh, puck night. drop, so about the same time, 8.30-ish. I think we got on tonight, right around there, 8.45. So we'll be here again. If they play, we're on. So get in the habit, just like you get in the habit of smashing that like button when you jump in. But if you haven't done it yet, do it on the way out. A couple people have jumped in. Any updates on Savoie, aside from the one we gave you from Luke Richardson saying still being evaluated, we've got nothing, but we'll have more for you tomorrow. Greg will be at practice tomorrow. So make sure you're following us on Twitter at CHGO underscore Blackhawks for all the latest on all things Blackhawks. 
including Samuel Savoie's injuries. Uh, hopefully, hopefully uh, he dodges a bullet here, but we are, uh, we're hopeful, and uh, we're thinking about Samuel Savoie. Good dude. Uh, tough to see that happen. So get well, Sam, and we'll talk to everybody tomorrow on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast.